Hello and welcome to Let's Break the Silence with Angeline. Let's Break the Silence is a safe space for people to discuss their experiences of domestic abuse. In this episode, Angeline is joined by Jessica Lundgren, who will share her story. Welcome to my podcast and welcome to the live broadcast. So my name is Angeline Constantino. I am the founder, CEO, and podcaster of Let's Break the Silence with Angeline. So welcome to my podcast and you can find all my new episodes which are available at letsbreakthesilence.com. And also please like and subscribe to my Let's Break the Silence with Angeline on Anchor FM, Spotify, Google, Apple, and all the live streams. So I have an amazing guest with me and this is the power of the internet. So, 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 so excited to introduce here Jessica Lundgren. So Jessica is a dating and self-worth coach. She helps single-driven women who are tired of the dating game uncover the limiting beliefs and habits that are blocking you from attracting a quality man and experiencing that deep soul love. So when I had the pleasure of talking to Jessica about this, I said, you need to be on my podcast to share with my audience. So without further ado, Jessica. Hey, everybody. I am so excited to be here. Oh, so excited for you to be here, Jessica. So Jessica, what time is it where you are? It is 4.37 California time. Oh my goodness. I love California. I miss California. So you're just getting it. You're just getting your day. You're winding down then. Looks yeah. Like it. yeah. Winding down, going to be picking up my daughter here soon from preschool and getting into the mother motherly role. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like that you have different roles then. You have different I, roles. Yeah, we all have different roles. I definitely wear many, many different hats throughout okay. the day. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> well, anyways, I know that we had talked about your own dating journey. And I wanted to elaborate on because I recall that you had said that no one taught you how to date with intention. Mm-hmm. So can you explain the audience to the audience, you know, everyone who's sitting in here, what do you mean by that with intention? Yeah, that's such a great question. And I'm so glad that we're starting off there. So dating with intention means coming from a place of knowing exactly what it is that you want. Where what is the end destination? Not just doing it surface level, like saying, oh, I want to get married or, oh, I want to be in a long-term relationship. But it's like really diving deep and -hmm. getting super crystal clear on who is that man? What's his character? How does he make you feel? What does their relationship look like when you guys are interacting with each other? And when you come from that place of of knowing not just in your head but in your heart your your body it's a lot easier to recognize like in your external world when you've actually met someone who meets that wow okay and i and that is profound that is very very profound absolutely absolutely because you have to have intention And I recall that you had also talked about, you've been empowering women for years. 
So how did you transition into, you know, coaching? Yeah. Dating and self-worth coach. <laughs> we need yeah. to you out there. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's people ask me sometimes, like, how does dating and self-worth go together? Or why right. do you call yourself a dating and self-worth coach? And the truth is, is you can't, you can't have a fulfilling and long lasting relationship. You're not going to be able to enjoy your dating journey. If you don't love yourself, if you don't have self-worth, if you don't have grace. And I really, that really became clear to me from my own dating journey. I had my first official boyfriend at 16 years old. We met in Hawaii and he ended up living 30 minutes away from where my family lived and like in California. And yeah, I just like at 16, you're like, oh, it's fate. I met someone, you know, who, who lives so close to me. And, you know, he ended up breaking up with me over the phone and it was devastating. I went on a very steep downward spiral from there. But I realized after many years that like I, I, when I was dating, it was just like, oh, I'll go out with anyone who's interested in me, or I'll go out with anyone who shows me any sort of you know, in, you know, any, any type of attention that I can get from a guy, like I'll, right. I'll pursue it. And so oftentimes, like what I say now is like, you're not just looking for anyone. Like you're looking for a very, a very specific person that's going to match with you. That's going to compliment you. And you can meet a really great guy and he still not be the right guy for you. So that's where dating with intention really, really is powerful because it will steer you towards who you need to be with and and keep you away from who you're not meant to be with. Wow, wow. And I know that you you hit rock bottom. You had mentioned that you hit rock bottom multiple times. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, I have hit rock bottom multiple times. But that I think is where I think a lot of times we have to hit, we have to go through the darkness. We have to go through the valleys in life in order to, to, for our eyes to be open and to be like, holy moly, this is not where I want to be. This is not the life that I want to have. This is not the relationship I deserve. And then you come to a crossroad where you get to choose, do I want to continue the path that I'm on? Or am I going to get outside of my comfort zone and do something different and go like down that. a different path? I like yeah. that. I like that. Getting out of your comp- getting out of your comfort zone. Well, and you have to in order to experience change. Change is always getting outside of your comfort zone. Exactly. And you know what? It's. I'm glad that you're sharing this with my audience tonight. But I want to touch on something with domestic violence survivors. So a woman who is coming out of domestic abuse or some sort of trauma, why is it that some of them jump into the dating game? I call it, you know, like the dating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because That's like the term these days, yeah. Yeah, because everything has changed. And so why do women who have experienced, say that again? Because they've, They've been hurt so much, but they feel that someone else is going to fill that void, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's comfortable. Mm. Okay. Right. Yeah. Exactly. 
Exactly. I think we tend to even we tend to navigate towards things that we know, mm-hmm. even if it's not healthy for us. And so, you know, our brain is is wired to protect us. And so if that's all we know and if that's what we're comfortable with, then it's going to mislead us in, in thinking that this is what's best for us. And in order to, you know, break break the cycle, like you have to start rewiring your brain. That starts with one, becoming aware of like what those beliefs actually are. And two, replacing them with more empowering ones. You know, I've worked with a few women who, you know, have had some sort of abuse in their childhood and they carry it for 30 or 40 years. And they come to me saying like, how come I keep attracting these guys? Um, And, you know, we have to go back to whatever experience they had in their younger years in order to really understand like what's the connection like what is keeping them stuck in that Mm -hmm. moment even though it happened 30 years ago right i was just going to say that you know what is keeping them stuck and i feel it's a lack of self-worth so what strategies do you implement to your clients you know regarding Yeah, what, what type of strategies have you implemented as far as yourself is concerned and then as far as other clients are concerned? So what strategies do you implement so they can break? I know that they need to break out of those self-limiting beliefs, and but it's a process. I'm oh, sure. yeah. That's the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> you know, it's a process. And when you... when you've experienced a trauma, I don't know if there's ever a time in your life when you're not when, when there's not a possibility that you may get re-triggered again. Mm-hmm. I think it's more of adding the tools to your tool belt. So, you know, if you find yourself in a place where you do get triggered, you know exactly how to handle it so you don't have to stay there. It's also becoming aware of knowing in your body, like, when you're starting to get to that place of being triggered. You know, like, sometimes you know, you may be talking to someone and you feel yourself getting really, really like fist tight or, you know, your shoulders are scrunching up or, you know, you're starting to like experience this emotion. Those are all signs that your nervous system is kind of trying to flag you saying like, hey, hey, like, listen, listen, listen. And then it's like, okay, how am I going to process now what I'm feeling? And right. that's kind of where, where the strategies come in. So okay, I think I always say awareness is the first step. You can't do anything unless you're aware of, you know, what's going on. And so I think the first strategy that I often do is, is to have my clients write down, journal, speak out loud, whatever it is they need to right. do in order to just like get it out there. So for example, I'd say, okay, what are the first words that come to your mind when I say dating? Like, don't censor it. Don't think about it. Don't question. Just write for five minutes, any and all words, thoughts, feelings, everything that comes to dating. And once they do that and they see the list, it's like, you know, men are pigs. It's scary. I don't think I can put myself out there because I don't trust like just all of these 
things that meanings that we're giving to, to, to a word, right? Right. And what is the likelihood that you're going to continually put yourself out there to do something that's scary? Like if the meaning of a word is like, it's so scary or it causes me so much anxiety, like you're less likely to actually like start dating. You're less likely to enjoy the process because your body immediately goes to, oh my gosh, I'm going to start dating. I'm so anxious. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And if, when you, we speak our realities into existence, we speak our life into existence. So if someone says that they're feeling anxious about dating, that's what they're attracting. If that, you know, they're sort of attracting the wrong men. Am I correct? Yeah. A hundred percent. So, and you can do that exercise with, with anything, you know, you can do it with love. You can do it with relationships. You can do it with dating and you'll really be surprised. Like, wow, I didn't even know I I thought this, or I didn't know I believed this, you know? And I think that's the first step. The second step is uncovering what I call core beliefs. And a core Mm. belief is something that we have like come to accept as truth during a time of like crisis or survival or when we're you know in some sort of experience in our life that is that is like high intensity of emotion that's oftentimes when we when we make core decisions and one of the core decisions that I uncovered about myself was that I was unlovable and that Mm. came from my first boyfriend breaking up with me like he told me he told me like I'm breaking up with you because you're a drama queen (gasps) is what he said and I mean you know people say stuff all the time right but the part that was devastating to me as I like walked this journey was that I realized that I had accepted that label as part of my identity that I I just Mm. without questioning it or you know just deciding like is this really who I am or is he just full of it like I was like oh my gosh I don't want to be a drama queen and so I'm going to give myself sexually to anybody you know who wants it because I don't want to be a drama queen and I felt that like in order to be loved and to be in a relationship like that was something that I had to do and you know at the time of 16 17 like I had no clue but you know, it's so it's important to know, like, what are your core beliefs? And you can uncover those by going back in time to really like intense moments in your life, you know, traumatic experiences, like anything that's like high emotional intensity. Okay. Okay. Very good. I like that. I like that. Good analogy. I love it. You know, especially going into your core beliefs. And that's, that's crucial. So in closing, because this was a great interview in closing, what advice would you give to a woman who is, you know, looking for that man, you know, a single driven woman looking for that man and they're tired of the dating game. They're, you know what I mean? They're just tired of it because I hear it all the time. It's a pick, you know, like it's a hookup. Yeah, yeah, I hear that often. That all men want. Yeah, do you hear that often? <laughs> oh yeah, 
Yeah. I think the biggest thing is to focus on you. No matter where you are at in your personal development journey, you can always do more. And I think the more that we put the focus on ourselves, like in terms of self-care, self-love, empowering yourself, creating a life that you actually are so in love with, Mm. it raises the energy that you give off. And that energy is so attractive to men, really to any person. Like people love to be around other people that are just high vibration, that that feel safe, that feel warm. So that would be my first piece of advice. And I have to follow it up. The second piece of advice, which is if you are a listener and you feel like you kind of are already in that place, I think the second focus is just putting yourself out there. You never know how you're going to meet somebody. It could be talking to a girl at CrossFit or the gym and you end up hitting it, hitting it off and you become friends and they introduce you to one of their single guy friends. It could be approaching somebody at a karaoke night and just saying like, Hey, what are you drinking? Or, Oh, what's your favorite song? Like you just never know. So put yourself out there, even if it's uncomfortable. And I agree. I agree. Definitely put yourself out there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, this was great. I really enjoyed this tonight. Jessica, where can people reach you? I think the easiest place would be my website which is jessicaelundgren.com and Instagram is finding the good men. And I hope to hear from you and get some comments about what you, your biggest takeaway from this. Yes. We would love your biggest takeaway from this. And do you do like a free clarity call? Yep. I do a free clarity call and I have a free quiz that's Ooh. on my website. It's Let me what's blocking it. you, uncovering your dating archetype, what's blocking you from finding quality men. It's a really fun, short 45 second quiz. So, Ooh. oh, wow. 45 second quiz. I should take that. <laughs> See, you motivated me. <laughs> okay, so free quiz. I just put down what's blocking you, and it's a 45 second quiz. Yeah. Yeah, because you know what it is? They have, I know that when I got out of, got out of my domestic abuse, it took me a while, you know, it took me a while to put myself out there. Now I have dated, but I haven't found the right guy yet. And I kind of went into, you know, a little isolation for a while. So I think I'm ready to put myself out there. (laughs) Yeah, that's so exciting. Yeah, I think. The timeline is different for everybody, you know, I think you really just have to look inside and just, you know, am I proud of myself? Do I like who I am as a person? And if you can answer yes to those questions confidently, then, you know. Exactly. Why not? Yeah, why not? Why not is right. Why not is right. You know, we, we deserve to live an abundant life. A hundred percent. Yeah. 100%. And I think you can live that without, you know, a life companion and, and to trust that you can have an amazing abundant life without someone also helps relieve the pressure of dating and finding someone, you know, that you can live that abundant life with as well. So it's kind of an interesting like balance of 
feeling and like trusting. Trusting, exactly. It's establishing that trust first, mm-hmm. you know? And I, this is how I feel when, when you're ready to go out and date. And yes, you do have to be uncomfortable. You have to be completely healed from the trauma. Okay, because, you know, my audience, a lot of them are domestic abuse survivors and, you know, they're women and they're very driven. You know, they either have their own businesses or, you know, they're looking to start a business. It's just getting over that fear, I think. Well, yeah, you know, and the thing is, is the fear is not going to go away. (laughs) Okay, there you go. I think think fear goes away by taking action. If you're afraid of putting yourself out there again because you don't want to get hurt again, that's Mm. never going to go away until you start meeting people and you find someone, you know, that's trustworthy. Are you going to meet someone who has red flags? Yes, probably. Because there's a lot of unhealthy people out there. Um, Is it worth digging through those people in order to find a really great man who's going to love and honor and cherish you? Absolutely. I think so. But that's kind of where it's important to know well, what are red flags? What do I look for? What are questions that I should be asking these guys when I go on dates? How do I, how do I see like what their character is sooner rather than later? You know, those are all things that you can learn to help protect you from experiencing something that you have already experienced. Okay. That's a great way to close the podcast. That is a great way to close. I like it. I like it. So we have, you know, if, if anyone here is watching the replay, please let us know and please let us know in the comments if this resonated with you and please, please tell us your biggest takeaway. Please let us know your biggest takeaway. So again, you can reach Jessica on her website at jessicaelundgren.com or instagram.com forward slash finding the good men. And she also has a free quiz, which is what's blocking you, which is a 45 second quiz. Now that's on your website, correct? Yeah, that's on my website. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then she will be more than happy to book a clarity call with you beautiful ladies out there. I really, really enjoyed this. Good. I'm so I really glad. enjoyed this, Jessica. So for those of you who want who would like to listen to my podcast the new episodes are available at let's break the silence.com and i am really proud of you jessica you've made great strides in your business and yeah i'm really excited for you i'm excited for your journey i'm excited for everyone listening i think good good yeah healing is so amazing healing is amazing it's it it is it is Yeah. yeah i mean the worst thing you could do is to curl up in a blanket you know, and just and stay there forever. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. That's the comfort zone. And right. that's not going to make you better. That I can tell you. Yeah, that will not make you better. All right, everyone. So thank you so much for tuning in. And the replay viewers, please let us know by hashtag a replay. We are going to bring this broadcast to a close. And we all wish you a great night. Okay, bye. Bye. 
to hear more inspiring stories like Jessica's, check out other episodes of Let's Break the Silence with Angeline on Anchor FM, Google Podcasts, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you would like to join a safe space, join the Let's Break the Silence group on Facebook today.